The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Media Match, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now your host, Nui Scruggs. Three o'clock, Thursday, Media Match. Let's ride. Clarence Hill, Fort Worth Star Telegram. Patrick C. Walker. No C. I no C. Pat, no yeah. C. Walker. No C. No C. Walker of DallasCowboys.com. John Mashoda anxiously working the phone, putting the tweets out. Dak Prescott <laughs> spoke. What you got for the people out there today, John? So before we went to practice, Mike McCarthy said that Dak Prescott would be on a pitch count. And he said, told us that he wasn't. There were no limitations. Felt good. Um, before we talked to Dak... Talked to CeeDee Lamb, said that, you know, Dak made some big throws and everyone seems to be feeling good. So uh, there's no question for starting on Sunday and uh, it seems like all is well in the locker room. What are you writing about here, Clarence? Dak is back. He's checked all the boxes. There's no, no questions to be asked. You know, the interesting thing is that CeeDee Lamb let a little cat out of the bag, even though he's the one that's trying. I'm not, y'all not going to get me. Y'all not going to get me. He told us that Dak looked great Saturday. The Greg was tearing up the scout team. Yes, I was there for that one, yeah. He was tearing and up he the scout team. And he could have played. And he could have played on Sunday. Zeke said he could have played, yeah. Yeah, he could have played on Sunday. That's how good he looked, you know. And so, you know, you know, CD said he's been knowing for a couple of weeks that Dak was coming back, so it wasn't like we just found out yesterday. This has kind of been the plan. And, and you know, Dak is excited. Zeke may be ex- is excited or more excited than Dak, but, but Dak's ready to go, and it, it's good for this team. You know, Cooper Rush did his job. You know, but it's time for QB1 to be back out there for this offense to reach its optimal efficiency. Speaking of Cooper Rush, you uh, you decided that Cooper needed to give him some flowers. He gave him flowers. I flowers. Give him flowers. Bouquets, roses, everything. I did. Everything. Give him my flowers when I'm living. Bury me when I'm there dead. It's old school. There Singing go. Johnny Mathis songs. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and in this week's uh, <laughs> version of the Science Lab on, on the dot com, um, I pinned a Thank you letter to Cooper Rush um, for those for, for a variety of reasons. But the main thing is he always kept his humility. He never took the bait. He never bought into the whole QB controversy thing, um, you know, and he did exactly what the Cowboys needed him to do, what they paid him to do. Step in uh, as the starting quarterback if your QB one is injured and just don't lose the game. And four out of five games, he was able to achieve that. He had no interceptions before things kind of fell apart in Philadelphia. Um, he didn't light up the scoreboard, but he didn't undercut the defense and the special teams in those uh, in that sp- that span when he went four and one. So, you know, absolutely, like like Clarence said, man, you got to be able to give somebody the flowers while they're still around. So, kudos to Cooper Rush and, and thank you for your service. But uh, Batman is back, and and I guess piggybacking on that since you brought up the noise, because mm-hmm. I asked Dak about the noise, it was motivating. Yeah, you were, you were pushing that one hard today. You and Jeff Cole from Fox Sports. Jeff Cole, I just you. I mean, you got to ask Dak. I ain't worried about the teammates, but what he? I mean, he's heard the stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, he was pointing. You know, he like, uh-huh, you know, it's like, you know, that, that doesn't motivate me. You know, he's had people that doubt him all his life, and but we all know deep down, this is chip. This, 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 this he's, a, add, he's this, a competitor. This added the embers on that fire that was already there, and then you got to think of how he played in Week One. You know, all that's motivating. He wants to make up for all of that. Certainly. He's comfortable in his own skin. He knows who he is. But, it, you know, like Michael Jordan took chips to the grave, okay? Took chips to the Hall of Fame. I mean, that, that's what makes you who you are, you know. So, yeah, some of that stuff 
it's gotten. I know his brother. It got into his brother, and if it got to his brother, it got to him. I think I, I, I believe I agree with that. I, um, I do think Dak is one of the competitors that is mostly self motivated, but again, keyword is human. a competitor, right? Sure. So he wants to prove his his detractors and his haters and just anyone he feels like is doubting or underrating him. There's an aspect of, it. and that's what that's what comes from greatness. You talk about you know Michael Jordan and the Tom Brady's of the world and Aaron Rodgers of the world and just those types of competitors where mostly they're self driven um, because they loathe losing more than they like winning. Um, but there's that aspect of it where it's like, watch this. <laughs> right. I, look, I get it. I get you know people asking the questions because, yes, there is an element of people that are, are just down on Dak Prescott. But I remember there was an element of people who were not sold on Troy Aikman. They're like, you know what, hey, man, you played in the Pac-10. You weren't the you weren't you never took him to the Rose Bowl. That was Rodney Pete at USC, and then hey, Jimmy brings in his guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Jimmy starts Steve Berline in the playoff game against the Lions. Not you. He went through it. Tony Romo, even to the end. Tony, this comes with this job, in my opinion, especially when you don't That's have. Why Zeke pointed at the star? Well, and, and especially <laughs> when you don't have ring coverage. Sure. You know, Troy at the end got, you know, you got some, some at ring. At the end. Yeah, right. well, not the end. It was. I mean, yeah, in the, in the middle. <laughs> it wasn't at the end. Closer to the front. Okay. Closer to the you front. You know, there's going to be, because yeah. Tony got it throughout his career. Yeah. And so when you don't win and you do have those things, there's always going to be people questioning. You know, you need some success to get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And so that's going to come with Man, it. Man, could you imagine if uh, social media was around when Troy went, what was it, 1-11 in 11 as a starter? In his, in, yeah, but that whole team No, was no, bad. he went, oh, he didn't win a game. He didn't that was win. Burnley, it was, that was, that, you're right. Not Burnley, that was uh, uh, Walsh. Walsh yeah, won the game in right. Washington. But could you imagine? There, there's certain brands that there's an expectation. When, when Alex Rodriguez was playing in New York, you had, I mean, I don't know about you remember, but I heard consistent Yankee fans like, He's not a real Yankee. He can't win anything. Oh, absolutely. And even when he won, they were like, eh, you're really a Yankee. So, I mean, the Yankees, you're going to get that. The Montreal Canadiens, you're going to get it. Um, the Lakers, that's a team right. where, you know, you're, you're going to get Fact. it. You know, North Carolina basketball, you're going to get it. I mean, there's going to be right. certain brands where they have a they have a level. North and Carolina if you don't basketball. get there, Sorry. you heard me. You heard it. You heard it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're wearing North Carolina basketball shoes. So, you, you th- there's, North there's North brands. Is, is there are brands. Speaking of North Carolina, it's going to be Carolina. <laughs> Carolina night at LBs. Carolina night at LBs tonight. Yeah, don't get the oh, dookie started. Oh, that's, that's right. So, every Thursday. <laughs> that team, they get better recruits. But don't get the dookie started. Every Thursday, if you're going to endure and make yourself watch Thursday night football, at oh. least enjoy this bad football yeah. with, with some good food at LBs, yeah. some cigars, <laughs> Clarence Hill, as, his, as he brings out uh, some stuff. You, I was out there when you had Dak Prescott and, uh, and Tad out there. That was a good little show. But yeah. uh, tonight you got Greg Ellis. And Jesse. Jesse. No, I Holly. No, I Holly. Okay. It's like Patrick. No, did you get it from Jesse? I just need to know. Which, was, one, uh, which, it, one, which one? Which y'all came first? The y'all chicken or the egg? No. <laughs> <laughs> the chicken or the egg? I, I guess whoever's, whichever one of us is older, that's who's came first. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So, chicken or the egg. Get your, get your drink, smoke, and eat all with Clarence tonight at LBs. There you go. John, I'm waiting on John to show up one time, man. Okay. We, I didn't know I was John. invited. You're all, everyone's invited. I've public. never been invited. John, you can come to the cookout. What are we talking you've, about? I've, you've never once told me to. Like catfish? That I was invited. Also, Zeke already spoke for me on this. Like catfish? It's in Arlington, man. It's in Arlington. Listen, listen. That's why I was asking one CD of about. One of us. Yeah, I was asking <laughs> CD about. Because CD went to uh, see Kobe, the Kobe court in Fort Worth yesterday. 
it was at Hope Farm. Hope Farm, yeah. He it was Hope Farm on Tuesday. I right. was out there. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, give some more background on that because I don't think everybody knows what that is. Thanks for watching. Okay. So you give it to him. So um, East Fort Worth is where Hope Farm is. It's an after-school boys program for fatherless boys. And two police officers, two black police officers many years ago felt that they needed to get to kids before they were teenagers. By the time they're teenagers, it's too late. We got to get to these kids in elementary school. And statistics show that if you're if you're a, a child and you're not reading by third grade, you basically the chances of you being incarcerated go way up. And so this is a court basketball court that they have on site for the kids. And I think the last time it got dedicated was Mark Aguirre was the person doing it. So it tells you how long ago it was. Right, right. And so C.D. Lamb comes out there with body armor and the uh, the, the Kobe and Gianna Foundation. They redo the court, man. And I, I have worked, helped work with the charity for 15 years. And we've been talking about it. I, I had sent stuff up to Whitney and the Cowboys like, hey, look, can you guys send the rookie club out here one day? And, and I've shown them. They're like, yeah. And, Anyway, nothing ever happened, and then C.D. Lamb is here. And literally, man, um, the kids hugging him, yeah. faces lighting up. Yeah. You know, these are kids, man, who who it's some tough circumstances. Just two blocks over, um, there was some folks killed two weeks ago. In fact, when they were working on the court, one of the guys said from, from body, yeah, one of the guys found a bullet, bullet casing over there. So this is a, this is a tough part of Fort Worth where – these kids have come through this program, graduated high schools, um, colleges, after school. John, you got to bring your you got to bring your uh, report card for your teachers. It's beautiful. They, they have to sit around here. They, the kids walk up to you. Hi, my name is Jim. They look you right in the eye. I mean, they are doing Respect. fantastic work with these Respect. kids, man. Fantastic work with these kids. And for CD to show there, man, because he didn't really understand everything until we were getting ready to do our interview. And I was telling them more. I was like, man, we haven't seen anybody like you. And one time, I bought a box of steaks. Because they have a, a beautiful woman who helps cook for the boys after school. They're boys. Everybody hungry. But they never had steak before. And so she's cooking a meal. And I'm like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed and lucky. I right. mean, we go to Cowboy Game. Jerry's serving us steaks up here. We're just right. medium. So, you know, they cooked up that thing. So for, for, for CD to come there, they dedicate a basketball court. Um, there's so many people over there, Hope Farm, Inc., doing, doing – I say, they're doing God's work, That's man. beautiful. And, and for him to show up, man – it, it warmed my heart, man. It warmed my heart that he was there. And I don't think he understands how big it was. Talked to Mac Engel um, over the Star Telegram, and he thought, you know what, man, it's Tuesday. They lost. He's probably not going to show. No, he showed. He yeah. showed. Yeah, he changed he some was, lives in the process, he, yeah, whether he knows he, it or not. And he really enjoyed it. But, you know, I was just picking back at what we started was asking about that drive. It was our drive. <laughs> you know? Oh, I, I okay. Yeah, so Ask about that drive. Because uh, we're talking about the Zeke yeah, drive, no, total right. drive. Yeah. Literally, I okay. So I did the podcast, and I went from here and and did the media match. We ended the podcast a little early Tuesday, so I left here, drove straight over. Oh, you hit that traffic? Yeah. No, I I yeah. I paid twenty two twenty two dollars on a toll. Oh, okay. To oh. get over there, so oh. I could do the CD Lamb interview. Yeah. So <laughs> what John is saying is, is crazy. A minute, and this was Fort Worth, Arlington, a little bit quicker, but yeah. but. You would do it to see Clarence, though. That's all I'm saying. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. And, and piggybacking on that, the same day, I drove the other way. I drove to El, to this elementary school in El Dorado in Frisco because the Cowboys were doing this anti-bullying thing. Mm -hmm. 
You kind of seem like a bully. Actually. I was gonna say you're the wrong guy to show up at any time. Bully. Stop it! I'm not a bully. Stop it. Maybe he was showing up but, as but, a bully. But to, Stop hating. Right. So this is what I went, not I, to I, get hate. I went to this, this anti-bullying thing, but right. but I, I went there with I went there with a specific person. Like y'all were going to get. I, I know about that, but I said I'm gonna go get somebody else. Uh, Kevin Joseph was supposed to be there, so I went there to talk to Kevin Joseph and see what he had to tell these kids about anti-bullying, considering mm. everything that's going on in the last six seven months. Of course, he didn't go. He he didn't show up. He had to lift or something or whatever else. But I was here while Mac was there. Did anyone show up? Yeah, no, no. There Tyler, yeah, no, lot, no. They had eight, nine guys. You know, most of the young guys, Tyler Biades and you know some some other young guys. Uh, you know, every so while I was there, and 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 so you know, different guys. Matt Overton was there. I mean, just different guys were there, uh, but you know, I saw Whitney had sent that email out, and Kelvin was on the list. So I said. Let me see what Kelvin got to say at this event and, and how he's going to talk to these kids. So, nothing mentioned, nothing gained. I tried. That's <laughs> a lot of games. I'm, I'm, glad we, I'm just glad we got that on the podcast because that yeah. really moved the needle there. Thank you, Clarence. For I don't know why. That. I mean, we're talking about going to events on Tuesday. I okay. came out here. He went there. I mean, okay. well, I, mean I don't understand why that's not. Well, that's a bad them, thing. One for of the them po- had a player there. The other one didn't. No, so they did have players that. there. Okay. Kelvin didn't show up. But, I mean, we've been actually. Kelvin has not talked to us. I told a story of inspiration. I know. That's why I was like, where is this going? I mean, I was I was trying to tell a redemption story, though. I was trying to write. I was giving. All right, a, where's the redemption part? Well, he might have a redemption if we ever no. get to talk to him. The problem we have not talked to him since ever. No, we've talked to him before. We just haven't talked to him this season. You know season. what I mean? Since since no. the season, we, they didn't make him available in training camp, and he's not been available. You know, uh, since the start of the season. So how does that work? I mean, you guys are, are the writers, and there's the Pro Football Writers Association. Yes, he's gonna get turned in if okay. he don't show up. Okay, so you yeah, explain that, Clarence. Yeah. Two five, two five. No, if you the players are obligated by contract to be in the locker room, and and they don't get in the locker room, they can be turned into the league for not meeting their meter responsibilities, and they can uh, incur a fine up to twenty five hundred dollars, twenty five thousand dollars, something like that. Yeah, it's in the, it's in the low to mid twenties, and I mean, you know, you're talking to one of the the. Uh, Area leaders in PFWA, and and prior to me joining up with the the organization, I longtime member of PFWA. So yeah, he's right. Uh, players have to be made available or make themselves available. Yeah. Okay. And I, it's not really asking for a ton. I mean, it's not like you have to talk multiple times per week for ten, fifteen minutes. I mean, it's just once a week for five or six minutes. You know? And, and, and it, the problem is that like a lot of guys don't come in there or whatever else, and 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 it wouldn't be a big deal, but we've requested, and he's not. Been there, so that's when it gets. I mean, because hell, Layton hadn't been there for weeks. He came. They they told him about it. He came another day. You know, there are a lot of guys that don't come in there a lot. Uh, Jason Peters hadn't been there for a few weeks before he came in last week before the Philly game. You know. He, yeah, I remember. He, I remember when a certain media member had a thing for 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 Tyron Smith for a minute. Yeah, for not talking. So right. so you know, okay. it, it's like just be available and and so because sometimes we, we need to talk to you. I mean, I think you know, as, as a time veterans, who who should speak for the offensive line if not eight time Pro Bowler? You know, in his heyday. Okay. You know, the same guy should have to talk all the time. Look, I understand. Especially in the TV But world. if you're an IR, you don't have to talk, correct? We're not talking about now, sir. I'm just asking. You can stay behind Jesus. the screens. <laughs> Damn. He made a good point. Right. But we, we were not talking about now. We were just talking in general. But I appreciate the input. 
Let's have a conversation next about C.D. Lamb and him Damn, on the I'm sorry, practice report. Uh, that's Clarence Hill, who went to the anti-bullying. Yeah. <laughs> and then learned a lot bullied. there. I, I, I went to write, not to learn. Giving, giving the kids tips. Uh, Patrick Walker. I kid because I care. This is fun. This is fun. Don't bully me back I'm having here, a blast. Okay? Love you. I'm Dewey Scruggs. Rookie, that's what we call you, Rookie. King of the Hazers, boy. King of the Hazers. Yeah, King been, of the Hazers right there. This man been working here 20 years. They still call him rookie. What's DallasCowboys.com radio? <laughs> Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field. United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Media Mash. Thursday. Cowboys, Lions, AT&T Stadium, high noon. Discussing the matchup with John Michaud of The Athletic, Patrick Walker, DallasCowboys.com. He is Clarence Hill of the Star Telegram. I'm merely Newey Scruggs, just just trying to get information from the new dog. CD Lamb. Yesterday was on the uh, on the practice report. Today says he's all good, expects to play. How should we look into this, John? Yeah, the practice report just came out, and he was upgraded to full today, so I think he's fine. Uh, he tweaked his hip in practice last Thursday, and so there was some concern going into the game about his availability. So on Friday, they didn't have him do anything. Uh, and he even said after the game that he was a little nervous when the game started. And he, and as the game went on, you know, adrenaline kicks in, things like that, and he ended up being fine. But uh, So I, he'll be a full go. You know, that's the thing. You, you get Dak back, you're going to have C.D. Lamb. You have Michael Gallup. Obviously, Dak didn't have that in the season opener. Yeah. But even with that... I think everyone should expect at least a little bit of rust there. To, you know, Mike McCarthy keeps talking about the timing and things like that. 
to not have played for several weeks and then just to get back out there. I don't know that it's going to be absolutely perfect right away. Uh, fortunately for the Cowboys, it, it probably doesn't need to be against this opponent. What about that Tampa Bay game last year? There was no rust. Oh, week one. Week one. No preseason snaps. Came in That's, to start a fire you, you 400 think, plus yards. You think this is the same offense? I think this defense is worse. Okay. This Lions defense can't stop a nosebleed. So you think they're going to be throwing it that much? I don't know. I'm just saying. Well, that you're throwing know. it out there. I want to know. No, Let but, me know. But we're talking about relatively. You know, obviously, I'm not challenging you. I'm right. saying that that I don't know how much rust there will be because we've seen him come out and have a good game. You know, when he hasn't played, and this Lions defense is hot garbage. I mean, they can't stop the run. They can't stop the pass. Certainly, I don't think that they're going to throw the ball over the park. But that's not going to be the game plan. That was the game plan in Tampa. Right. Right. Uh, but certainly, I think mm-hmm. that. He's gonna look a whole lot better than against Tampa Bay this year, you yeah, know. Right. And, and the offense may not be the same, but I think the offense is better than it was Week One. And him coming back in it uh, with Michael Gallup and uh, Tyron Smith, and not me Tyron Smith, but Tyler Smith being better and more comfortable, I, I think they have a chance to, to look good. And he put out a good showing. If there's a if there's a team to come back on and look good and have a good showing, it's this Lions defense. Yeah. How many passes are too much in this game for that? Thirty-five. I think I think twenty seven to thirty is should be topped off. I don't think it needs to go well, any north of that. I'm and, with you. And see, one thing that that we, one thing that why Cooper didn't throw the ball a lot, and which, other than they wanted to run the ball, they didn't have many plays because they kept going three mm-hmm. and out. You know, they didn't have the ball a lot. Even some of the wins when they got the turnovers, the short fields. You know, if they can convert third downs, they may have a lot of plays where you can run it thirty times and throw it thirty times. You know, they want 60 plays, and they want to be balanced. I was what Mike McCarthy talked about there. Everybody said, just lean on the run. He wants a balanced football. He's not saying, I want to go out there and only run the ball and only pass it on you third say down. You want, you say you want balance, but show me a coach that's running the ball really well that's like, no, no, hold on, hold on. We're getting six yards of carry on these runs. Let's, let's work it into that pass game. Let's get that. Let's get Dak back no, in a rhythm. I They're going to be like, no, let's run it 20 more times and run him out the building, especially with this defense. All of that. But it's not realistic. They're going to get six yards of carry. But I'm just saying that if you convert third downs, in which they this haven't the worst, done. Ru- this is the worst drives. rushing. Uh, you, you extend drives you extend and drive. you get That's more right. offensive they have reps. Not, yeah, they have not had the offensive yeah. reps. This and is I the worst have, rushing defense in the league. Oh, I, exactly. They're so, going to run the ball. And, 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 and you know what? And they're also going to be smart because they know D, Detroit is going to play the run and they're going to use the play-action pass. I mean, they're going to do both. They, you know, they, they, they understand that their third down passing game has not been good. Their third down conversion, they also are going to want to get Dak some reps. They're right. not going to sit up. They want him to get that rust out yeah, against this they team. Need it. I just, they like, need I just it. like to point out that the balance in the offense thing, I just we hear that a lot. And I'm telling you, when the running game's working, nobody ever wants to go against the run. My other favorite thing, uh, Cowboys-wise, Rod Marinelli and guys would talk about how, oh, you want to have this rotation up front, rotate all these guys in. Well, you don't say that when you had DeMarcus Ware. No one's rotating him out. And you don't say that now that you have Micah Parsons. There's no rotation of no, guys. No, you're not when rotating you have that, that guy. guy, but you're rotating the other guys. And I think that they, they've done a good job of rotating the defensive line. That's Right, but strength. I'm talking about when, when Rod Marinelli was here. There was there was a level of play on the defensive line where they didn't really have anybody playing on that level. There were times where Demarcus Lawrence was injured, and we would be told constantly about how no, it's better just four in and four out. I'm like, 
No, it's not. It's better to have dogs out there. Well, and that's all I'm just saying. I, if you got There's just dog. some things that you hear all the time. That you're yeah, just like, is that dog, really but true? I, they, they, but the 90s defense, which, which is more, this is like, they, was going they rotated the defensive yeah. line. They Charles, had a lot Charles of Haley played a lot, but right. you know, there were times when you'd see a Tolbert go out and defend. No, but there's a defensive tackle. You got, I mean, they had Tolbert. They had Jeff Cove. They had a lot of Jimmy yeah, Tony Tones. Casillas, they had Tony Casillas. Yeah, I mean, they had a lot of guys rotating. And that's the thing about, the best thing about this defensive line is you can rotate those guys. And yes, you're going to keep Michael on the field as much as possible, but the rest of the guys, Run them through, keep them fresh because rushing the passer is the most taxing thing they they do, and you want to keep them fresh. And so I think that's that's what they do best. And I don't think there's anything that that the Detroit Lions do well enough that you could say this is what they do best. They are not good at the run. They're not good at stopping the pass. They're not good at taking the ball away. Only two interceptions. Now on they the have season. a good run game. If Smith, we'll no, I mean no, I mean defensively for the Lions, they yeah, only have two yeah. interceptions on the season through, through through their first five games. They've only forced two fumbles. Um, I can't point at anything they do well. The only thing I can then look back at it from an analyst standpoint and say, okay, well, as groups, D line, linebacker core, secondary. They don't do anything well. Okay, let's focus on players. Aiden Hutchinson, right? Um, yeah, one good game. Fair. But what I'm saying is, is there anyone you can start no, kidding? Nobody no, that's, that's the only person that you worry yeah. about. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Aiden Hutchinson, you're not worried about Jeff Okuda, right. right? And then their injury report, they have guys, they're coming off of a bye week and still have guys who aren't aren't practicing, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to be able to pressure consistently. So they don't the bite Cow- kneecaps, man. Yeah. You don't, you, you're not, I love Dan. The, the we all love we Dan. All love, you don't, we all they love bite Dan. Kneecaps, but the Cowboys baby. are going to lean heavily on the run. And I, I'm right there with you, John. I think it's a situation where, you know, between Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, they touch the ball 30 times. Um, and then if Dak gets 25 to 30, I'd cap his, his throws at 30, you win this game and you probably win it pretty handily. One other thing I was going to say about their defense is, and why this is good for Dak Prescott to be coming back in this game, only seven sacks on the season. Five of them came in that Washington game, which is their right. only win, right. and that's when Aiden Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson had three. Seven, only seven sacks. It's the lowest in the league, and their defense is allowing opposing quarterbacks to have a – passer rating of 100. So, right. I mean, there's it, it's the perfect game for him to come. Right. And then for those that are wondering, oh, well, this might be a trap game because we're we're saying we're not saying to disrespect the Lions. Everyone at this level deserves respect. What we're saying is objectively speaking, you should be able to run all over this team yeah. that's going to set up the possibility to yeah. pass all over this team. And I don't see how it could be a trap game anyway and uh Kyle Yeomans in, in Talking Cowboys this morning, he made an excellent point or an excellent question he posed. He said, "Is this, you know, dissimilar from uh the Cowboys versus the Broncos last season. Well, yeah, it is because they were coming off of a six-game win streak, winning in overtime at Gillette Stadium, winning against the Minnesota Vikings, and they were kind of riding high. And then here come the Broncos, and they're like, oh, we can run through these guys. But Fangio's defense was actually nowhere near as abysmal as right. Glenn's defense in Detroit the and the Cowboys are coming Got off. the blueprint, baby. No, blueprints are all well right. and good, it, but if that he, person... Jay-Z went in the lab. Yeah, right. the blueprint is great, but you got to have the tools to do it. you got to have the tools to do it. So speaking of blueprint, really quickly, and I'll put this to the panel, when you look at what Bill Belichick was able to do against the Lions and shutting them down completely offensively, and credit to the uh, to the to the Lions offense because careful, they can put up some points if your defense allows. But seeing the blueprint that Bill Belichick put forward, Dan Quinn actually has the personnel set to re-execute that against this team. So I like what Anthony Barr said in that they're coming off a of bye week. There will be some unscouted looks. But if the Cowboys' defense plays lights out again and the Cowboys' offense continues to run the ball, those unscouted looks aren't going to save you for 60 minutes of football. Yeah, and first of all, I think the notion is a trap game or whatever else is a media-generated thing. 
fair. The, I agree. The, no one in the locker room is a trap yeah. game. They're coming yeah. off a loss. They're still mad about yeah. getting beat. They know they're, they you. they have things to work on. It's and, Shark Week, Clarence. Yeah, it's Shark all, Week. Yeah, all of that. They, they that's that's a that's a media generated thing. Is that, but yeah, they 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 know they they got to improve. They know they got to keep winning to catch to stay with the Eagles. Ain't no way they looking over the, the Lions. And it's Dak's coming back. I mean, they want to play well. There's no. This is the game. Everybody feels good. You sound like you feel really good. I'm good. I need a five-hour energy, but I'm, I'm good. I'm oh. good. I, I need some food. I haven't had lunch. Well, I didn't get to eat me casino like you. I mean, sorry. I apologize. <laughs> you are welcome. You know, but, you know, I get hyped. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. I get hyped. Okay. I, you know? John, he'll, he'll treat you to catfish at Ella B's if you go. Come on. It's pretty good. I don't eat seafood. Oh, no. Chicken catfish wings? ain't seafood. Oh. Catfish is not seafood. Chicken wings? I can do that. Okay. It's not seafood. Catfish ain't seafood. Mm. Y'all, y'all disrespecting seafood. I can't. I can't. Oh, don't don't tap Catfish me. I didn't say anything seafood. negative, but I just don't eat it. He don't eat it. Oh, that's is that a dietary choice? Is that well, what? Yeah, I, I, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan. <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah. It's fair. not a dietary choice. It's like, yeah. I feel like, like I don't like, like ketchup is awful. I, I don't like fish, but I like catfish. Okay, but, is, but but the wings are good. But the, okay. but I'll say this. And, and I, I never. And they got good oxtails too. You want to try that? I never eat fish, but I'll eat catfish, and their catfish is good. So, they but got, they got oxtails and greens. I'm but, all on that. But I'm telling you, the wings are good. The wings are good. Clarence, get him a cigar and some oxtails. You know, and you won't and you won't be mad watching bad football. Let's see. We'll be mad watching that well, bad you football. Just don't watch it. That's what I've done the last few days. Well, it's, 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 it's all in behind. Clarence is over there doing his thing. So, so it's there's it's, some good it's, baseball. It's actually I'd rather probably watch that. See, man, we try to stay away from baseball. We're going to watch the Lakers and the Clippers. We're trying to watch the baseball. We're trying to stay away from the baseball. Talk. Watch the Lakers in the morning. I'm, I'm, think, I'm still watching. Think, okay, hold up, hold up. Still you watching. think I feel bad for They're the defending <laughs> World Series champion. The Detroit Tigers have not won a World Series since 1984. I still yeah. watch baseball, okay? Yeah. We're not. I, and it, we, we're not asking for pity. We get it. I mean, you know, seriously. We couldn't repeat. See this man season. is an Atlanta Braves fan and a Georgia Bulldogs fan. Life is great for him. At the moment, our... I had two droughts in. I was gonna say, man, I, I had mean, two droughts it, in it, last it year. It took some tough times. I was to going to say, man. yeah, okay, yeah. Don't don't position it. I'm just it saying, as, but where yeah, it's sitting right now, yeah, don't position it as we're always good. there. We're not all. We're no, not. but it I, seems I pretty good. I think he's still it, mad at Devontae Smith. You know, I think he's still mad at him. So, Listen, I mean, so we were talking about oxtails and wings, right? Okay, let's talk about that because, yeah. Okay. And then Clarence took arch from us, so it's you know, okay. Arch from your horns. They took arch from. From Athens, no hard feelings. He we'll, even see. Know. we'll see. We'll see him. Yeah, you saw him pause. He doesn't even know. He doesn't I, even I know. I do baby. know, but I just wasn't even thinking about. He was never yeah. going to Georgia. He was coming to Texas. Yes, sir. We'll see him soon. Shouts out to Arch. Coming to Texas. Have fun, kid. Clarence Hill, Hug him. Hug him. <laughs> Patrick Walker, John Mashoda. Let's get our <laughs> second break right here on the Media Match on New Scrooge. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field. United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling. United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 
5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Little Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Media Mash here on Thursday at the final Media Mash of the week. Cowboys, Lions, Sunday, noon game. So uh, get your breakfast on the media. For all the media can... Uh, it's, I, I, I'm, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I'm not gonna be there on time, man. I'll tell you <laughs> what. That last time, that last home game, they had chicken and waffles. I was, Yo, pretty, oh my I was God. pretty excited yeah. about that. Yeah. Not that they. I mean, AT and T Stadium press box. I mean, don't take my word for it because uh, I guess I could be biased. But when you talk to other writers from other teams, the they best. always point out how best. great it is. Yeah, no, it's, it's the best period. But I, I haven't had their chicken and waffles up there. How, how was it? I thought it was, it was good. Dude. It was pretty, pretty fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. They don't do food wrong up there. Yeah, it didn't disappoint. George don't do food wrong. No, so I, I hadn't had it. Had George Wasai. That, shout but, out to George Wasai. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think now if there is something up there that's like. It's 9 o'clock for me to have to get over there, so I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, that's too early for Wakey, for wakey. Lions, for the Lions, yeah, that's too early. For wakey, Who would it have wakey. to be for you to be there? Probably not anybody that would be playing at noon. The Eagles weren't, <laughs> the Eagles surprisingly weren't bad this past Sunday. Had prime rib and some salmon. And? Oh, don't! I'm talking about their post game. I was gonna say. Yeah, what, wait, post, I was gonna say. You, you sure about that? I'm talking about before the game. Okay. I ain't talking about post game. Okay. Did you see them some chocolate scraps. covered <laughs> bananas after the game? That was some scraps. <laughs> what is going scraps. on? The chocolate covered bananas. You could, you could, oh, you weren't there no. after the game, fellas. You could have been well, at FedEx. Okay, you weren't there after the game. I agree with you. Yeah, it's already down. You could have been. Yeah, y'all leave. I think. Yeah, we had to go down. Yeah, that's that's the post game food. Yeah, chocolate you said covered bananas. I saw the picture. Yes, that is the one. Yeah, I was out on that. Um, what should the plan be? I saw that tweet. I asked. I asked Zeke. Do you think it should continue to go run? You know, keep running the ball. And he said yes. So, of course he's going to say yes. He wants the ball. I, I would dare to say when he gets the ball, they win. I, I, I would, too, if I I'm him. I disagree. I mean, if you know, if you know, if you were playing back, if you have been in the microwave, Johnson, CD then he said, give me the ball, I'm going to heat it up, we'll win. CD said Dak was throwing that thing. Okay, what's he supposed to say? <laughs> I just say I, I he just, was throwing that thing. Dak said he was throwing that thing. And he said, we, we walked out with Dak talking about third down. We got to throw the ball. I mean, what 88, what 88 have you seen that didn't say throw me the ball? Right. It comes with the jersey. But the thing about Zeke that I really liked about last week's game is that he got lathered up. That that was some vintage Zeke running the ball with some some juice, some power, and some determination. You know, he he ran with authority last week. 
Yeah, that fourteen yard touchdown run that was that was nice. Yeah, because he usually yeah. don't get he don't usually run by for us to get to yeah. the end zone. But and, and also he, and he went play, wild like why he go up like go up the field. He didn't run over. Yeah. He went around them. Right. And what was also on display in that in that play is just how well Terrence Steele has been playing. I mean, he's acquitted himself very nicely since that very rough start in Week One with the, the pre snap penalties. He uh, on that particular play he he walked Fletcher Cox right out of VIP, uh, and Zeke did the rest. So. The offensive line is, in fact, playing beyond their years, be it, you know, Connor McGovern, Tyler Smith, Terrence Steele. They're doing some things. You let it rip? At, what are you doing? At the end of the day, I really don't care as long as you just take care of the ball. So that's probably your better chance is running the ball by doing that. But I just look at the rest of this NFC and, and really the NFL in general outside of really Buffalo and Kansas City. And I just think this team's defense is just so good with what they got right now, as long as everyone stays relatively healthy, that as long as you don't turn over the ball, I think you're fine. I mean, you look at that game against Philadelphia, you're playing in one of the toughest environments, you're playing against what's probably the best team in the NFC right now, you don't have your quarterback, and if you just turn the ball over twice, you probably still win that game. So the same. But, but, I mean, three turnovers, actually four if you talk about the yeah. you know fourth down they didn't get. It, I don't know, it just... To me, that stands out because I'm so used to watching this team have to score points because the team's built around the offense. And you have this defense now where it's like, just take care of the ball and everything else will take care of itself. That's a fact. You guys had mentioned, I don't know if it was you, somebody mentioned James Washington yesterday Yeah. to, uh, to, to Mike McCarthy. He just recently bought eight horses. How many players <laughs> have you talked to in the locker room that can say they, they do things like that? C.D. Lamb. I don't know if he's bought eight horses recently, but... My boy James Washington is a true cowboy. He yeah, got, he, he absolutely got a farm is. back home. I he mean, he has is. he has everything on that farm. I, I really wanted to go and do a, do a story on the farm one day if I can you know get down there. But yeah, he got his, he is a true farm. Have you ever rode a horse before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've no. never have. Have you? You've never ridden no. a horse? No. 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 Really? No, no man. You've never ridden a horse either. No. It's actually a thing I what? wanted to do yeah. when I was a kid because uh, where we lived, it was only about Texas, a mile nah. away from a horse farm. So yeah. we go and look at the horses, but right. I, we never actually got up in on one. Michael Gallup has horses as well. Okay. Yeah, James was like talking about that for a while, but he um yeah, the, was, the bigger thing, the thing that matters, I think, most to the listeners is that he seems like he's getting close. The thing is with him is he can run straight line like ready to go on Sunday, but it's the cutting. It's the he you know, he had a probably somewhat similar to the Dak situation with his hand, but except for it's with his foot. He had a screw and a plate put in there. And so it's the pushing off of that. It's the getting the east and west that he still, you know, there's a little bit of confidence you have to build up with that as well, too. So he's not sitting there saying what day he's going to be back or what game, but it seems like he's getting closer. And he was part of that group that caught passes from Dak before the game in Philly. He wasn't running routes, but he was out there catching passes. So I don't think he's that far away. Uh, he, we saw him out there again today in the court. It's, sure. it's the final hurdle. Yeah. It's the final hurdle. Yeah, it'll, it'll be after the bye. So CeeDee Lamb is walking and right – I mean, he's talking, and then I see a, a player walking by, and I look, and it's Jalen Tolbert. I was like, dude, second take, like – yeah, you, Jalen Tolbert. Uh, Surprising. What, what, you, what you want to say? Hey, that's, what do you want to know? What's your question? What, what do you want to know? You just can't throw a name out there. What's what do you want to know? When's what are you he, asking? When's he going to play? Yeah. He no, played last week. He played special teams. Yeah, but he played last week. Simi being a factor. He, he, yeah. he played for Simi last week. you got to be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> when are we going to see the guy who we thought we were going to see on draft day? That ship is sailed. That we saw all I don't know if it's completely It's not sailed. It's way too early. When are we going to see this man? I'm not talking about what? Like how long? You mean you think this is more or less just a. Not a true I'm, red shirt. Yeah, got it. That called. I think. Cold. I think like, yeah, he called. He called Simi too. I remember Simi when he called Simi, and Simi said, "Dak said we're gonna tear up the league." Yeah, <laughs> I ain't seen nothing from Simi since. 
What's he supposed to do? Well, you haven't seen anything from Dex because Dex has been out for week one. No, no, Simi. I'm talking about going back to Sim. No. No, I'm saying you saying, yeah, I remember Dex. Simi's rookie year. Yeah. Oh, Simi's rookie year. Simi's rookie year. Simi, Simi told us that, you know, after the draft, we get all the great draft phone calls after the draft. And Simi told us, Dax said, let's go tap the league. That's right. When Dax was hurt, I'm just saying. We saw nothing. Yeah. It is kind of interesting that, that it hasn't Bernie worked Mac out. Because, huh? Was that your Bernie Mac voice? Because <laughs> 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 I guess you go back to, you know. It'll be trouble. They obviously be hit trouble. They obviously <laughs> hit on Dez. They obviously hit First on round pick. Terrence Williams. Hold on, I'm Third not done. Third round pick. And, and they hit on uh, uh, Michael Gallup. And so you're thinking. Third round pick. Yeah, so you're thinking, okay, probably get something out of out of a, another third round pick, especially with, you know, when he, rookie minicamp and all that, I thought for sure. And. I don't know, especially with the issues they've had at receiver, it is it is interesting that he hasn't gotten any opportunity. Well, yet. I'll, this I'll say set, this. this old he had a setback because he had an injury in many counties. and then special teams. Yeah, well, I mean, and, uh, we we want to see yeah. him at receiver. We were told yeah. he's going to have an immediate impact at receiver. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially with Gallup out. That's what we were told. It had nothing to do with this special team stuff. He is not taking that step forward at receiver. I think that the biggest test for Jalen Tolbert won't even come as a rookie. It'll probably come in 2023 if Noah Brown ends up getting the Cedric Wilson-type situation yeah. where Cedric Wilson went into free agency, right in the high, got a big bag. Noah, Noah Wilson Noah's is on the trajectory right now. You don't think Noah's getting a big bag? No. Watch that TV. We'll, we, we'll revisit this. We, we, we won't do. We can put twenty I, I spot on it. We can put a twenty spot on it are right saying, now. Are you saying now that Dak's back, Dennis Houston is going to take those reps? I'm not saying he's going to get reps. <laughs> I'm saying he's not going to get no big bag. Revenge tour for Dennis Houston. Dak's back. How do we get to Dennis Houston? I mean, I mean I'm waiting for them. I know, four, I'm, just I'm waiting for them four catches with seven yards and a touchdown. Probably. Don't do, don't do me, don't do me like that, too. <laughs> I knew when you mentioned Dennis Houston, I was like. This is not going to be good. I don't know why you did this. I, I love Noah Brown's John, story. I dropped it in the war. I want to see if he was going to take it. I love Noah Brown's story, but come on, not no big bad. So let me. How, let me, how is he dissimilar from Cedric? As far as the, the trajectory of the Patrick. what might be their final yeah, year. I think he, did you see, all of, I'm did you, did you see the play Cedric made? Third down conversion? I'm, I'm asking your take on it. I mean, come on. Yeah. He's, 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 I, there, was there wasn't a bigger supporter of Sid. And I mean, from Cedric day is a, one than me, so, much, but I'm curious. was a much too. better – I mean, yeah, he was a better he, he was a better receiver. Let's okay. go around the room here. He a better arm. <laughs> and, and he could throw the ball. He give throw, me one player that you need to see play. more from after mm. six games. One player you need to see more from after six games. I'll start with you, Patrick. Oh, I got to see more from after six games. You know what? I got to see Jaylen more from Tober. Do- no, I got to see more from Dalton Schultz. <laughs> I got to see more from Dalton Schultz. Um, obviously, he's battled some injury with the you know the PC <laughs> with the PCL sprain. He's missed two of the last three games, but he he was back in practice on yesterday. The walkthrough list listed as full. He was back again today. Um, we'll see if he gets on the field. I want to say he's trending that way, but he was trending toward being on the field last week. And even Jerry Jones said it was a surprise that he ended up on the inactive. So if Schultz is on the field, um, need more from him, especially going – I mean, this is a franchise tag season for him. You know, you're, you're trying to either equal or better the value that you had coming into the season going into free agency. Too late. Um, you got the young guns behind you, Ship Ferguson sale. and Hendershot. Chip sale. Hold on. But to that point, he's asking me who I, who I need to see more from. Uh, and it's it's obviously, for me, it's going to be Dalton Schultz. Like I said, you got two young horses behind you who have shown they can make an impact. You're in a franchise tag season. You, you want your bag, go get your bag. Be it with the Cowboys or somewhere else, and it'll, you know, might just be somewhere else. Clarence, who you got? Bad gone. Bad gone. 
bag go? You think nobody's getting the bag? No. Who you get? I think you need to do something to get the bag. That's all I'm saying. Who's your player? Um, I mean, I, I mean, the, I would like to see Jason Peters. I like, I, I want to see what the fuss is about. I, I want to see more from Jason Peters. And and if it's if 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 Conor McGovern holds him off, then that's great. But you know, I, I want to see more. From Jason Peters and I mean I got a couple of guys. I mean you know I want to see more from Michael Gallup. Well, that's just good. I just, you, I just you know. need a guy, just one guy. But show who you got. Give me one no, guy. I mean, Gallup is a good one uh, for sure. Just okay. because you know going into the game uh, last Sunday night, I thought that he would be targeted more than we've seen him. Uh, and he there were some opportunities there, but obviously it wasn't a great game for Cooper Rush. So, but yeah, I mean Michael Gallup has to has to be a bigger part. You know they can't just getting it done with Ceedee Lamb won't be enough. They need another receiver to step up there. Um, I don't know. I, J. Ron Curse too. I mean, he's coming back from the injury. Uh, they seem to be in a good spot with Donovan Wilson, Malik Hooker, and now that Curse is working his way back in there. Uh, I think he'll get back to what he was last year, and as long as that happens, I think that takes care of everything on the back end. All right, um, last media mash of the week. Give me the Cowboys to win this one. No shocker at all, but give me the Cowboys to win this one. Uh, 26-14 over Detroit. 28-10. 28-10? 27-10, Cowboys. 27-10. You got 28-10. What you got here? Machoda? I'll go 31-17. 31-17. And maybe maybe Turpin scores that touchdown if uh, – I mean, you could. He'd be a good. Oh, sorry. It's time for his minutes. I'm sorry. It's just it's a, it's a daily alarm. I just keep for what. what? It, for his mids. Yes. He's got to get that five hour energy. <laughs> right. He's like, if I set this up, this one I get my get my five hour energy. You know, that's a good one though, Nui. No, uh, Turpin continues to show signs that hey, one's got to be. Cl- uh, you'd like to see him step up a little bit more and maybe. Uh, don't let the turf monster get him. Yeah, and then the other thing, oh, like Kelvin Joseph. <laughs> well, clearly, that was, that was, that was, I, don't, I don't know if that was a. F- that was a holding picture. I thought you were going to go ask him at the bullying camp. I was. I was no, you weren't. That's how I was going to lead it. Man, you like messed over you. Now, Smooth. Now, what happened? He was not going to ask about that at all. Was not in the <laughs> I was going to say, now, what, did you, what did you do last summer? <laughs> Why is that funny? So mean. Thursday night it's game. Movie. It's a movie. It's a movie. What did you do last summer? All right. Thursday, we got New Orleans and Arizona. Cardinals, two and a half point favor. Who you got, John? I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Cardinals. DeAndre Hopkins goes off first game back. Give me a score. 28-10. I'm taking Arizona. Close game. 23-21. Cardinals win at home over the Saints. Um, Hopkins, chip on the shoulder. Kyler's number one target. Uh, Give me Cardinals 24-20. Chill? Uh, our friend Andy Dalton has the longest losing streak in prime time since 1970. He lost his last five prime time games by 17 or more points. Well, it's got to stop somewhere. So you're picking Saints then? This <laughs> no. feels like a setup. No, it's yeah. not a setup. It's not a setup. Chill's going with the I'm red going rifle. With yeah. Ari- I'm going with, mm-hmm. with, with Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Andy Dalton does not play well on Can prime we get a time. Number? Saints not going to go marching in? The Saints not going marching in. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. There's going to be a final score in the game. Yeah, uh, t- twenty to ten. The Arizona can't score, but yeah, twenty to ten. All right, twenty to ten. So uh, you go eat, 
get your drink on, mm-hmm. Clarence, and smoke cigars at L.A.B.'s tonight. Patrick C. Walker, always appreciate no having you here. Make sure you check his work no out C. over no DallasCowboys.com. Stop putting the C in there. Keep putting the C in there. He don't respect Stop you. Stop putting the C in there. <laughs> see, see why you got to say that. See the Habitual line stepper. Habitual line stepper. What are you talking about? He keeps saying C. That's fair. John Michelle, the athletic. I told him at the start of the show. End of the show, he put a C in there. I'm sorry. It's slow, but no, it's I slow. mean, he got it from Jesse Holly, It's slow. Final shot. Thank you, Clay. This is Media Match. We'll talk to you Monday, uh, Tuesday. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!